Welcome to the Black Women Working Podcast. We're so, 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 so happy. Sorry, I just really felt I didn't do that. <laughs> do you know what? I actually love it, you know. I love the energy. So, <clears throat> let me start again. Pull up. I'm leaving that in, so yeah, you can start. No, leave it in, because I actually loved it. I love that. Um, So, hello and welcome to the Black Women Working Podcast. As usual, we're so happy for you to be joining us again. Um, Let me get the socials out of the way. Let me get them right for once. So, um, we're Black Women Working. Our Instagram is at BWWPodcastUK. That is the same for our Twitter. And if you want to go onto our lovely website and catch up with all our episodes, our website is Black Women Working. Is it dot com? Blackwomenworkinguk.gmail.com. Is that no, website the, or email? The, not the email, the website. No. Oh, Blackwomenworking.com. Black that is blackwomenworking.com. Yeah, We're also on LinkedIn if you search women Working. Yeah. And you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can also find us on SoundCloud. So please Everything. like and subscribe. But um, <laughs> in all seriousness, so actually today is not serious. It, today is more celebratory. Today is International Day of the Girl, um, eleventh of October, and so like when I saw that this was coming up, I was like, yeah, I want to talk about this. I want to do something different. I know um, me and Chan talked about International Women's Month or Day, whatever that was, and um, yeah, you can go back to that episode if you want to hear our interesting thoughts on that. But I saw kind of like International Day of the Girl really as an opportunity for us just to kind of look back at our like histories, our girlhood, and just think about like how the girl we were maybe, I'm going to be honest, I was a girl a long time ago. Oh, so, look at that. Me, me, I'm still a hot girl, baby girl. No, I'm, no, I'm a baby girl, that's a girl. I, me, I was a baby girl. I'm not going to misuse the definition. I'm not going to appropriate. I was a baby girl <laughs> a, good 20, a good 20 years ago. But um, I suppose also wow. like with the um, book coming out, Grown, I've been really like reflecting like on my childhood and how that's shaped me into the woman I am today, but also kind of shaped me professionally, especially like just full disclosure, going through therapy and thinking about my relationship with work and why we think certain ways about work and why we have certain behaviors. And a lot of that is actually formed actually in our childhood. So I just thought it'd be good just putting all those things together to one, big up all the baby girls, but also big up ourselves as when we were baby girls, if that makes sense. Well, I'm still you know a baby where I'm girl, going. so yeah. Well, I was about to say we aren't baby girls anymore, but Sister Tolls is claiming yourself. her baby good. Sister, do you know what I was thinking? I was thinking like that I would Because it was going to be auntie or pasta. No, no because so. if you're calling me auntie, you're also an auntie as well. And Sham so. will be auntie as well. You know, I'm like, not including me in that. Yeah, no, no, Rachel, you are our resident baby girl, though. Literally, you are a resident God. baby girl. Thank God. You are, look, you're the little sister, isn't it? Thank but, God. Um, yeah, they're, they're a cute little sister. So, yeah, um, now I need to go back to my notes. Yeah, so another thing I wanted to do is just for us to think about, like, obviously hindsight is twenty twenty. and just think about any, like, words or encouragement we would give to our younger selves. So I've got a few questions for you girls, and we're just going to roll with it. So, first question, what is, and also, don't give no overly thought answer. The first thing that comes to your mind just say it, yeah? Oh, okay, right, cool. Right. <laughs> that, but, okay. What is the one thing you would tell your younger self not to worry about? 
Well, I'm going to start off because you told us what you was going to ask us. So yeah, in but the I told you like ten minutes ago. Like I, because I didn't want to waffle in it before oh, you guys this start shouting. Like a grown woman, but no, no, no. Don't worry. Auntie Tolls is in the building. Excuse me. She's Excuse coming me. with long answer now. Excuse me. No, it's brief. Let me let me <laughs> land. Let me land my plane. Let me land my plane. Okay. So wait, what was the question? <laughs> what is the one thing you would tell your younger self not to worry about? Okay, cool. Um, my thing was um, uh, being a perfectionist and pleasing others because oh, um, I don't think there's any prizes for that except for headache and identity confusion or conflicts. You know, mm. I think a lot of us go through that stage and you just ha end up having an identity crisis, which takes longer for some of us to get out of than others. Um, I think I would say to myself, just do your best and let that be enough for you. Don't let other people's standards stagnate um, your growth. And that's it. Shan? Um... Oh God, are we talking about in the professional sense, in life? It can just be a mixture because like life and work do blur. They do, do blur that, they Let do. They do blur, blur. Worry, maybe that's a bit of the question that's getting me. I would say don't over plan. Don't worry about what you think you got planned <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> life is gonna do whatever it wants to do. Um, I agree. It's nice to have an idea. I mean, I'm probably going to contradict myself later in this, but honestly, don't overplan. No, I hear you. I hear you. Rach? Oh, I don't know. I actually don't know. I think I would say, um, looking back on it, money. Yeah. Um, and the reason I say that is because um, I spent lots of time thinking about, oh, my God, the money's not going to be good enough. Yeah, what yeah. am I going to get from this? The money, the money, the money. And yes, money is important. But I would say that the money isn't everything. And some of the things I learned in those jobs that were paying pennies are some of the most valuable things I've learned in my working career. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, that's really good. Um, if I was going to tell myself, I would tell myself not to worry about what other people think. I feel like a lot of the decisions that I've made were kind of influenced by the fact that I was very preoccupied with what I thought people thought, what I thought things looked like. And that was like personally and professionally. So I was very, very wrapped up in worrying about what people at work thought about me and how I was coming across and hyper aware of this person got that deal, but I didn't, but what does this mean? And that has done nothing but add to the darkness of the bags under my eyes and give me, like, was it crow's feet and black is not meant to crack. So, <laughs> so I would just say, know who you are and kind of just stand in it. People are always going to test you, so it's easier said than done. And it's something that you have to come back to. But that is the one thing that I will never change. Like, do not worry about what people think. Be who you are. As long as you're not acting mad, for example, being rude and offensive and disrespectful, you just need to be your authentic self wherever you go. Oh, and drink water. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 okay, so next question. What is the one thing you would tell your younger self to do differently? <clears throat> oh, um, I'll go. Mm. I don't know what, all your, I can't remember what all your questions are, but... Um, Good. You just said it. <laughs> 
No, because I feel because I feel like I don't know. I did, I've got two things here, but I don't know if it falls into my question, but whatever. I would. Um, I've travelled a lot, but I definitely travel more. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, I was going to say that. Yeah. I put that into my working life, like, and I've travelled a fair bit, but mm. uh, just everywhere you can, anywhere you can, any weekend, week, ten days, three months <laughs> a year, travel. Just go about your business. From the windows yeah. to the walls. Yeah. Um, international that's right international yeah (laughs) um but the other thing I think I would do differently is I probably think about how I invest and save my money yeah yeah. oh you're responsible on that yeah when I think about the amount of money I wasted oh my god the past is the past and we can't go back it can't go back into it in it this in this podcast I am so I'm telling her yeah when I tell you it's true because to be fair when student loan used to drop 1,800 pounds yeah where was I going Oxford Street my priorities were in the literally you you, you could spend it what yeah but remember I didn't I lived at home because I went to uni in London so the fact that I even took out student loan was an abomination and I had two jobs Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Top shop, Zara, Berkshire. Ooh. Yeah, but them times yeah, well, student loan was even Student loan could have been the deposit for the yard these times. When the I'm telling you, yeah, but you gotta live life. You can't always be thinking like a Yeah, but babe, <laughs> the thing about it is that I would say if you're gonna live life, like live be life broke because you went travelling in Thailand. For six yeah. months. Yeah. Don't be broke because you wasted your money because you couldn't have discipline in Primark. Do you word. see where I'm going? Do you word. see where I'm going with that one? Word, 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 so yeah. So Tolls, what would you um, tell yourself to do differently? I would say for me, it would be um, be less obedient and take risks, yeah. like not destructively so, but just like stop towing the line and like yeah. embrace community and friendships more. Although. To be fair, like sometimes I look back and I know that there's not really anything different I could have done about those situations. Yeah. But if it was possible, that's what I would do. Because for me, um, staying in a comfort zone, for me, what I've realised, that's a place of terminal illness. Mm. Like literally, no, no, no. You can only die out and become a husk of who you're meant yeah, to be true, if you are true. just content with staying in that place. So in order to grow, to flourish, you have to take the risk. And like I said, not every day to in the line make mistakes and learn from them don't be afraid to make mistakes and refuse to be wrapped in cotton wool and just like i don't know just pushed along by people as opposed to using your own two legs do you know mm. what i mean mm. so no, i agree yeah. auntie rach <laughs> um i think i would say considering my university um a bit better like the situation that i was mm. in at university in terms of did i actually have to go do I have to go this year? Oh, yeah, that's a good like question, yeah. just actually thinking about it a bit better. Obviously, I think my parents were very like, "Oh, go uni, it's gonna be good for you," and I just kind of ran with that. But actually, there's other options that I didn't actually research and look into, which I should have done. So um, yeah, that, I always thought like I didn't, I just didn't see the point of it to be honest with you. But I, I'm coming from Nigerian parents. The the opposite consideration was not a consideration. But, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? What's that? I get what you mean. There's you like, be it's at uni home. or dead. You couldn't just be basically. at home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what that said. <laughs> It's uni or dead. And you know what? It's funny because I was so on uni, but I came from a household where my dad was like, 
you can do whatever you want. You don't actually have to rush your life. I think because he went to uni himself and he went in his early 20s rather than as a teenager because he kept failing his A-levels. He, he couldn't, he, could, or was it, he couldn't get maths GCSE. My dad's terrible at maths. So when it came to me, my dad was like, Nats, just chill, do what you want. And I was like, no, nah, I want to go uni and I want to do this. And he's like, you're going to regret that. And I actually do. So there's two things. There's one is um, if I could do it again, I would definitely work abroad for a significant period of time mm -hmm. I would have not have gone to uni at 18 and I definitely wouldn't have started like my corporate life so early on I would definitely have taken like significant periods of time out mm -hmm. to explore different things you know because I'll never be poor because I always have money even when I was a student I had like free jobs so I'm I know that I'm gonna I was always like resourceful that way I was lucky but if I could go back that's the one thing I would do differently and and more importantly, I would not have a boyfriend. <laughs> I would not have a... Yeah, it's just a drain. It's just like when I look back at it, I just feel vexed. And then if I see him on Instagram living his life, I just want to drive down to South London and stab him. So I just feel like, do you know what I mean? Like, no, if I could but go it's back again... At least you know it's a no. <laughs> yeah, so no I'll tell my nice. youngest... That's the point of the conversation. I'll say to it, yeah, you don't need a boyfriend. You're cool, babes. <laughs> To be fair, that's advice cool. people always gave me, and I took it to be fair. I was just like, I was like, I didn't have time. Like, how can I have time? Yeah, now you don't I'm have pro feet. Get... <laughs> <laughs> that's from genetics. I actually do, though. I actually do. But I haven't noticed them, so how about that? Oh, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, traveling more. I wish I'd even known about the options to like do yeah. the courses where you could be have abroad. some time abroad. I yeah, didn't even knew about it. It was just like when people were saying, "Oh yeah, I'm going here and I'm going to spend a year." I said, "What's that?" I found out when I was at uni and Americans yeah. kept walking up and down my uni being like, yeah, girl, do you know you could do a year abroad? And I was like, no, because if I knew I wouldn't be here <laughs> in Holborn. <laughs> like, seriously, it's just well, This is the me. thing, if we were to tell our parents we were going abroad Bruh. to study, they'll be like, where, go where, exactly. for what? This is London, this is the best place for you. you know what I mean? Why are you wasting like, your life? My dad wouldn't even let me move out. He said, I'm not paying money for you to live 20 minutes down the road. Sorry, and I always do wonder like how my life would have been different if I did one year mm -hmm. actually move out and live somewhere different. But mm. it's an experience. Say, it is. It's it an is experience. an experience. Others is an experience. And the whole funny. idea was like, oh, you're meant to save money, but I didn't. So <laughs> <laughs> nonsense. And I still technically still live with my parents anyway because right now after we record this podcast, I don't have food in this house, so I know where I'm going. But anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah. I, yeah so um <laughs> what would you encourage yourself I think I'd, actually I'm going to scrap this um these last two questions and go because I feel like I was going to say like what would you encourage your younger self to do more of but I think we kind of covered that with what would you want them to do differently mm. I mean what would you tell younger self to actually avoid like to not do apart from like you know not worrying about but things that you've done like, I know that, Rachel, you were thinking about uni, but maybe maybe you didn't need to go to uni, not doing uni. Are there, like, specific things that you would be actually, like, no, you should not do that? Like, my one is, no, you should not get a credit card. Wait, 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 wait. No, no you need it. one. I, oh, no. I I was the same person that said don't get a credit card. And now, look, you ha I have a credit card and my credit score's going up. Well, so, I want to actually take fast. it back, Nats. I want to take then. it back go to the encourage you to do more of questions because okay. I actually saw it a bit differently. I understand oh, why you thought okay. it might be the same. But I actually took it um, 
I understood it from a different angle. So when I was thinking about this, I think I I thought of it in terms of like uh, personally, uh, as a human being and as an yeah. individual. So my Go answer ahead. to that was um, like stand up for myself more. Or if yeah. I'm speaking to myself, I'll be like oh, stand up for yourself, like value yourself more, and like speak up when you're displeased about things instead of worrying about how people will take it. Like yeah. I have the right to raise grievances, and I don't have to accept yeah. things that don't sit right with me and I don't have to keep waiting or hanging around um, waiting for people to understand me or appreciate me um, I mm. I would encourage myself yeah. to do more of moving on from certain spaces oh, yeah. and people quicker, finding yeah. my tribe instead of hanging around and then letting resentment build up in me because people mm. are not relating to me the way I want them to mm. relate to me um, that's an accountability thing because that's kind of on mm. you, like when you realise that um you are not in the right space with people or they're not relating to you in that way that's not actually their fault once you've realized it if you do nothing about it you have to kind of say something and then you take it from there if they're cool with it and they understand with it they evolve with you cool but if they don't then you need to move on yeah. and i think sometimes um a lot of us don't take accountability for that first of all we don't say anything and we expect people to read our mind through i don't know osmosis and then (laughs) second of all people let us know through their actions exactly what they think of us but we still stay there and i think as a young person especially growing up in this society that's something that um they kind of need to get to grips with very quickly or they will be easily led astray no thank you for bringing me back to that question rach what would you um, encourage yourself to do? I think for me girl? personally, I think for me personally, um, it would be looking for careers that allow me to be myself. I yeah. think earlier on in my like journey, I was looking at careers where I was never going to be able to be myself. And even now as things have evolved and they've got equality and diversity and all these things, you still in those jobs that I was looking at in the early stages, I would never have been able to be myself. In fact, I would be someone else. I probably wouldn't even be confident enough to come on this podcast. So I think um, looking for jobs where you could actually be yourself and you can express yourself in any way you wanted to, I think that's where I feel like I would have, I would tell my younger self, I would encourage my younger self to do more of. Shan? I don't have anything. That's all um, right. Yeah, no. Can I just say, I would, for me personally, I would encourage myself to actually talk to more people in uni because me and Shan went to the same uni <laughs> and we were at uni for a whole oh, year yeah, together. Time. And because I wasn't talking to anyone, because I was just intimidated. <laughs> You're busy doing your work. What a mess. I think I was intimidated by the amount of white people that were there. This is so why you needed to talk to us. All the black people at LSE have sat <laughs> in my front room, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Like literally, because it was like, I didn't, I feel like, I know this is a bit more beyond girlhood, but I feel like when I got to uni Mm. and there was just so many like white people and middle-class people, I kind of felt really um, intimidated and isolated. Mm. So I actually didn't spend a lot of time at uni whatsoever, which is why my first year grades were not that great Mm. because I really resented it. And I ended up because I worked at Tottenham and Arsenal as like a waitress and I would pick up all these kind of shifts for all this money that I don't know where it is. I don't even have one Gucci bag that I bought from 2006 to justify it. But that aside, like I was so uncomfortable in that space. I did anything to avoid it. And it's only in second year when my best friend, Angel, um, came to uni that I even began to really 
engage with with mm. with people at uni on that level and then I only really engaged with the black people which if when I go back and think obviously in the course that I was doing the classes I had it was very select but there were so many amazing people that I could have talked to and built relationships with and I was just so intimidated by the whole process so I suppose mm. if I could do more it'd be talking to people being confident in myself that I have something to add and actually purposefully or intentionally seeking to make friends outside of people from ends basically and specifically men from ends mm. you're never going to talk to me anyway you're not from my ends because you're from eastern it's just slightly different it's but slightly it's hard different. when you're off campus no you're on campus let alone yeah. on campus because i was coming from a majority white environment my school was when i joined that school there weren't more than five black people in a whole thing that's mm. over a thousand pupils so coming yeah. to uni was like business as usual and i remember mm. thinking to myself yeah. afro and caribbean society what on earth would i want to go to that <laughs> for um a few months later i realized mm, actually mm, go and find your people because yeah. actually uni is a bit dry and these people that you're around that you're having to live with they're not like you, you have different values they just don't get it whatsoever and so i ended up joining like the eight whatever it's called I can't ACS. That's yes. it, aces a bit late so everyone had all formed their relationships and friendships so but then i did find some people within that who who became my friends and that was a, that was a relief and it was good but yeah uni was tough man i don't care what anyone says like whatever Very, environment you're coming from it was tough yeah okay but it was so, an experience yeah exactly yeah, yeah, I'm not sure I would have paid that money like for it. But... Of course not. <laughs> what kind of you, foolishness? Were you, but Tolls, you were, was it 1,800 you had? Yeah, Lucky yeah, times. Blairs. Yeah. Where? I was the first year of 3,000. Um, Are you talking about in my yeah. course? Yeah, fees. Fees. Yeah, fees. Oh, oh Blairs. Blairs. it was 1,000, fam. Yeah, you wouldn't have paid that ah. money, but your one was Hello, much hello, guys. Hello, people. hello, hello. I was the yeah. first year of 9,000. So I don't know what you guys are all talking about. Oh, yes. the, sorry, the auntie. stories from the baby girl. Sorry. But that's yeah. what I was thinking. Like, I was like, this this thing is not worth it. And I, I was thinking if yeah. I had had to go to uni a year later, like if I was born a year later, I literally would have put my foot down with my parents and said, what for? What for? Why am I going to pay 3K per year? Like that, with that tone? No, no, of course not. But I would have been like... <laughs> she would have been like, Mummy, Daddy, please, let's discuss. Can we like, throw me out, dude. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, we, we've got nothing to say to people that have had to pay big, big 9K. And, you know, it will only get... I don't even have... Yeah, like, it will only get worse. Like, I don't even have yeah. words of encouragement. But who knows? By then, black women working might be doing, like, was it grants to black women going to need for that? Yeah, you know, like, like that. Like, scholarships, so... You know, you know like what I mean? that. So, mm -hmm. Just speaking into existence. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> Manifest. No jokes. No jokes. <laughs> no jokes. Speaking to existence. You're right. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> so what would you tell your younger self to avoid? So I I'll go first on the basis that I said credit card. Hear me out. Hear me out. Ooh. Now, I think you do need to get the way that the world is set up. You do need some, you need to participate in some type of credit arrangement, 100% in order to build your credit. But when I went to NatWest Bank and got a credit card, I was being <laughs> I wanted to go LSE ski trip and I didn't have money to buy the ski gear. And so I went to NatWest and got a 500 pound credit card. Mm. I did not need it. I didn't, I didn't use it well. And I didn't use it as a tool to build my credit. I used it as a tool to spend money. Mm. And when they kept upping the limit, Yikes. 
I kept spending more money. So what I would say, maybe what I would do more of as well, but I suppose we kind of said it, is just a fiscal responsibility and having an overall plan. And because I then started racking up debts, racking up um, overdrafts, my fiscal plan then became one of let me survive, let me figure mm -hmm. out like how to pay these things off. And I'm still kind of, obviously I earn significantly more, but I'm still very much mobile. In fact, like, bruh, I spent too much money, more money than I earn, I'm back to square one. And they say that a lot of professionals, maybe we can do it on a separate episode, mm. have that. But when I look at where this nonsense started from, it started from the 21-year-old me and someone at graduate student, NatWest Bank, whatever it was, being like, just get a credit card, it's interest-free. It's this, this, this. And what, <laughs> I'm still in spiritual bondage to what? 12 years later, 13 it's years bad. later. So Do you know what? It's funny. That's the one thing my parents, like, like I don't know, what's the word, drummed into me. Don't get a credit card. Don't get credit. I think my siblings did. And just like, yeah, yeah. they racked up their money and whatever. So I never got one until I was fully an adult. Like, I don't know, even maybe late 20s or whatever. Yeah, but that's okay, though, because yeah. you haven't lived a life of spiritual bondage. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, I, what, I say that to say, like, it caught a lot of people out. And I think, yeah, just a white, there needs to be a bit of a wider awareness piece. And the thing is, though, those people promoting it to you people knew what they were doing. Yeah. Like, they just didn't care. So, yeah, that's a big one, actually, for a and lot of And then to people. relate it back to work as well, if you are in a lot of debt, you're in a position where if you're not happy with a job, you're not going to feel like you can take a chance mm -hmm. to do something different because you've got all these debts to pay. Mm -hmm. I think it's different if you're like, how am I going to pay my mortgage and things like that? I get that. Those are kind of understandable debts. Those are good, better debts than I'm just worried about paying thousands of pounds back to NatWest because I just couldn't control myself on ASOS website. <laughs> it's different. Do you know? Do you get what I'm trying to say? It's like it's different. And I felt like sometimes, like what Rachel's saying about worrying about money, is like sometimes we kind of put a rod by our back. It's I didn't need to get a credit card. I appreciate there's some people at uni that needed an overdraft and needed a credit oh, card hell yeah, to make friends. ends meet. So I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people like me who just went and just acted mad and just didn't think it through. And it was like free money just coming out of the sky or squid game money where you just think <laughs> money just going to keep coming and coming and coming. So I know it's a very different situation for people who need that assistance to actually physically live but I personally wasn't one of them and so I could have managed things better for myself so that's what I would have avoided like unnecessary taking out unnecessary credit and not actually respecting it that's what I personally would have avoided and drama when I was in uni boy I got into a lot of drama secondary secondary school a lot of drama um a lot of emotional energy wasted on all different kinds of nonsense if I could go back I would definitely definitely do that differently that's a perfect segue into the way i interpreted the question again i didn't really take it in the like literal life sense i thought about it in terms of me as a person so mm. the things that i would avoid mm, are people i thought you know people and places where there's just an an inequitable exchange of resource mm. be that time money mm -hmm. relationships mm -hmm. i feel that mm -hmm. it wastes your time and it prevents yeah. you from seeing the people around you who are steadfast who add value and reciprocate what you you bring to the relationship as well but also and this is a big one because i don't think i always took the right side of the line with this avoid people who have no moral boundaries <laughs> i would say to myself that's not you so know yourself and stay true to that because i mean just certain things i was like what are you doing here like 
why why there's no need like mm. no just you don't have to be here but again it comes from sometimes a little bit of a place of desperation and feeling like mm. oh these are the only people i have to hang around no 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 no. know yourself like literally know yourself and just don't be where you don't need to be that's how people get in trouble i've got i know too many stories of people who just with the wrong people and they got caught up and their whole life has changed so yeah yeah boy. yeah 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 yeah, especially a man as well. Yeah, but don't worry. 100%. I'm not being anti men today. Man, men have not done anything specific to me today. I am just today. reflecting on my today. Life. Today, yeah. Damn skippy today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Shan, what would you tell your younger self to avoid? Um, <clears throat> it sounds really philosophical, but like avoid fear. Avoid yeah, the yeah, safety yeah. net. Avoid what feels what sometimes what feels like the best thing to do is because it's the safest thing to do. Um, I agree. And I don't. I mean, I don't have any. I don't feel like immediately in the front of my mind I have any regrets or any like could have should have. But um, as in to like to exemplify. But knowing myself, I know that I do value security. But what would life have looked like if I took a few more risks perhaps and I think that kind of ties in with what I was saying about the plan ain't always the plan man just sometimes go with it even when it doesn't make perfect sense it will make sense at some point I agree Uh I was gonna say what Shan said now I feel like I have to say something else (laughs) but um, I can't think of I can't think of anything like literally this is the thing that I would avoid but I think I was very like I'm gonna write this down this is the plan and stick to it and a lot of the time I did stick to it and I don't think all of those worked out for me in fact Mm. some of them were to my detriment so I think that for me um when I began to like let go that's when I think things flowed a bit more naturally Mm -hmm. when it's planned sometimes it was a bit unnatural though at the time the plan felt natural yeah you're ruining it don't feel yeah literally just don't feel like you have to plan everything down to a t whether that be with your career or whether that be you know with um your work or whatever it is going on don't feel like you have to plan everything no i like that i like that okay so um this question you can answer it how you want appreciate it might be triggering but how did okay there are specific things that you can see that happened in your girlhood that still impact your life today oh lot guys that's a personal question so obviously and i appreciate that can be quite triggering so only disclose to the extent that you feel comfortable obviously but that's just something i've been reflecting on I... like myself uh, go for the question one more time i think i have yeah. an answer so are there instances or things that have happened in your girlhood that still impact your life today like 11th of October 2021 so I'm not going to go for full disclosure but what I will say is I'm at a point in my life where I'm coming to learn through various experiences people spaces including therapy and I think you don't know what you don't know yes yes true through whatever means it is, whether it's through religion, whether it's through therapy, whether it's through the most intimate of your relationships, take some time to unpick, just take some time to to delve into, and I'm not saying, oh, everybody's got issues, but even Mm. the things that make perfect, perfect, perfect sense, like my career choice, 
is laid in elements about my past and myself that I that I truly truly have never ever been aware of until this point so um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do any particular disclosures but I feel like that that question is definitely relevant and um everybody has an answer Sorry, politician, politician. Auntie tells me you can go next if you want to. Ask that question again, please. Sorry, it just goes out of my brain. Please, what's happened to your brain? No, I'm joking. So are there instances Mm. or events in your girlhood Mm -hmm. that impact how you live your life or how you operate or certain thought patterns you have, you know, on 11th of October 2021? Okay. Um, Hell yeah. I would say 90%, like, yeah. 100%, like, like Shan, I won't get into the the nitty-gritty, yeah. yeah, of things, but 100%, like, I feel like it would be impossible for me to sit here and say that it hasn't, and some of those have been in a very good way, but some of them have not been in a, a very good, uh, have not been in a great way either, and like, as Shan was saying, you have to come to a place where you audit things you must you must you must you must and for some people that comes at a later stage some people that comes very early i think when i was crossing over from my teens into my early 20s like that was the point at which i had to confront quite a few things as well and make some decisions for myself moving forward which ultimately transformed the direction that i ended up taking um through my early 20s to late 20s and for me specifically that was just the place where i came to where i was just fed up of a lot of things and i was just like yeah no it's my time now this this is it's 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 my time it's my decision it's my choices now like i've done what i thought i was meant to do i've done what i thought i was supposed to do and i didn't get anything out of that except for stress and just a whole host of negative emotions so now i'm operating the way that i want to operate and i threw caution to the wind and i feel like that's been a mentality in my life for I'd say, what am I now? Okay, yeah, the past decade or so, like literally it's like my mentality is you only get one life, you only get one shot, you can't go back and change anything. Live life to the fullest. I don't know, God forbid, if I'm going to die tomorrow, two months, a year. Okay, I think I do have kind of a bit of a fatalistic approach to life in that sense, whatever, because I always believe it's your fate or whatever. But I have that in the back of my mind, which helps me orientate the way that I do things and the way that I live, the way that I relate Mm. to people and just to make sure i'm living a life that i am happy with and um that is not causing i don't know harm or discomfort to other people there there really is a process of deconstruction that everyone i think has to go through and really integrate interrogate who they are what are their values what do they stand for and then always also be committed to the process of doing that on a continual basis do not um be content with keeping the same opinions ideas values etc that you held when you were in your early 20s and still be having it in in your 30s as well like without actually reanalyzing it so um yeah that's the way i kind of interpret that question i like i like i like i like rachel um i think for me Oh yeah, there's lots of things that I think I've carried from my girlhood like to now. I think one of the main things that I think 
I would say like I've taken a lot of things. I've been very gullible. I would say that oh, I've been very harsh. gullible. No, 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 not sometimes it's worked out well and sometimes it hasn't worked out well. And it might be something like, oh, my nan might tell me something or not blaming her for anything. But, you know, like she might <laughs> Your say, nan. Honestly, <laughs> she no. might have to defend herself. Listen, I love my nan. But I mean, like she might say, oh, you should do this. I did this. But remember, she might have done that years and years ago. But I might have just taken that advice as that's it. And I haven't gone and researched, haven't gone and looked into it more. And I've just taken that advice and be like, yeah, okay, she did this. So I'm going to do it. And I feel like that can sometimes and as things have changed technology's improved all of these things i maybe should have researched things a lot more and looked into things yeah. a lot more yeah. and seen how maybe it might benefit me differently if i tried different options so i think i would say that um yeah and also just having the more confidence i think my confidence has been up and down up and down up and down and obviously there's different reasons for that but i think trying to build confidence in yourself if you feel like you don't have it finding ways to do that I think that's very important no definitely I think for me I've always kind of I don't know where it's come from but I've always kind of wanted I suppose a lot of people have this like that kind of feeling of being accepted in acceptance and I think that that has or kind of approval actually Mm. that approval from other people and I think that's always been a motivation in terms of like the career path that I took and how I lived my life and how I was so det- Lord clapped. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> my mic just fell off the bed, guys. I'm so sorry. And I was really getting into it. Like, <laughs> maybe don't take that out. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm leaving this fully. <laughs> I fully am leaving. <laughs> sorry. Um, but what I was saying is I, I very much from a young age always remember and it could be like growing up in church and things like that always really wanted approval and really wanted to make people proud and I think that really played a role in me being really steadfast with wanting to be a lawyer because that was a good career with a good salary and that looked good and that smelled good and that tasted good and that was going to get me approval and um, that's definitely impacted my career journey and probably why I've been so determined to stay in it and to um to keep at it even at times where I could have just like been like, nah, bun this. So that's something that's definitely, you know, impacted some of the choices I've made. And it kind of sums up like a lot of the things we said about, you know, not worrying about what people think, planning, but realizing that life has its own plan. And and even when other things are happening in life, I was like, I will be a lawyer or I will die. So which one is it today? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) And just trying to understand like that dedication to, like, I think it'd be different if I was like, I'll be an actress or I'll die. I'll be a writer or I'll die. You know, I'll, I have my own business. It's like, you know, that kind of dedication to something that is kind of adjacent to who I am in my own life. I've always kind of, I'm kind of unpacking that. Like, why are we, why are you doing this the way that you're doing it? Why, you know, is it this or death, basically? So <laughs> that's how I would say, when I look at my girlhood, those, those are the things I liked. I liked the approval and I liked the praise. And so I kind of, persisted in a way or on a path that I felt would continue to get me that and to be fair still does but you know we're all work in progress you know it sounds like that squid game career trajectory you know know, I'm glad you said that actually I might post on Insta because getting a training contract and being a lawyer especially a black one is like squid game any moment someone's going to get shot and die 
I'll stop it. Over very trivial thing. You think it's a joke. Okay, over very trivial thing. No, but you know what? To that note, like, <laughs> it's 2021 and I think, like, there's an important message that I'm giving to my students at school. And I think what you say, what you just said is laid in the fact that mm. we've come from a time like mm. us and the people before us where there were certain things you could do that could guarantee security. Mm. And there were certain things in life that felt almost predictable. And I just mm. think like now more than ever, it's so important that actually we don't always live in the moment like daydream and be creative and think one step ahead because mm. planning your future for the life that exists now doesn't work anymore mm. and it's worked for us and i think we're the last generation that's mm. going to get to say this is what i want to be and you're planning into something based on the present now look people who want to be teachers you best mind it ain't one lady on zoom yeah <laughs> things are changing real quick and I think that's also why it's so important to perhaps not be laid in a plan because the plans that we make are based on the paths that we think we can see just live dream explore mm. live, love, move love. through space yeah nah man honestly <laughs> literally literally I'm laughing but I, I agree with you wholly and completely like there's an element of being responsible, but I, I call it leaning into chaos. It's not really leaning into chaos. It's just leaning into the unexpected. Mm. And that's what makes life inspiring for me personally. And it, it just makes it a bit more interesting as opposed to just like following the plan, following the path, which mm. can easily lead to disillusionment, depression, apathy, and just like, what am I doing here? What's my purpose? And all of that and the crisis involved in that, all of that. <laughs> mm. So, like, I feel like we've covered it already. I know I've covered it specifically, but are there any specific things that obviously you don't have to share? But um, do you think your girlhood kind of shaped your attitude towards working? I know for me, it's very it was very important for me to have approval, so to have a good job. Um, but yeah, does anyone want to elaborate? No pressure, because if not, we can we can just you know, leave it on that note. You know what's really funny? Like my GCSEs. I did 11. Mm -hmm. I my you back. overachiever. Excuse no, me. My school, I, my I school, did 11 as well. My school, well, I had no choice. They had to anyway. Yeah. And out of the 11, it was what you chose. So everybody did tech. You just chose which tech. Everybody uh, did a language. You just yeah, chose yeah, yeah. which language. Mm, everybody did humanities. You just, like, yeah. Yeah, geography. That's how we did. Yeah. Um, but my GCSEs were, I got two A stars and then seven Bs and two Cs. And... I pretend I am I'm the student who probably had the potential to have straight A stars, one hundred percent. But I've always said those Bs came from a place of I was never gonna stress myself out too much. Mm. Like yeah, I was on the road I was on the road, so I'm not on the road, my mum listens. I was, you know, hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was hanging out, I did, I did volunteering, I had friends, I you know, every day of my life was not dedicated to worrying about mm. how well I did. And I think um I definitely lean into that and it and it's definitely speaking and has spoken to me as a woman but um I think it's under the underlying thing like reflecting back and thinking who I am now is like that ability to trust myself like I knew what I was good for um I knew with 
eight with you know putting eighty percent in, I'd still come relatively top. No, it wasn't straight eight stars, but it was enough to get me to where I needed to be, and it's respectable still. And I think. I think I enjoy that part of me because I've never actually been too hung up on what it means to strive at work or I, I do what I do and I excel because I am just simply excellent. That's it. And I don't stress myself out over the what, 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 what. And I, mm. I, I'm glad for that. Sometimes Jamaican in it, lay back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rach, do you have anything to add before we go? Um, I'm thinking, I think that push to go harder, like I think for me, um, I didn't do as well as Shan did in my GCSEs and I think that that disappointment made me just feel like I have to do better, I have to do better mm. than this, when I get to I've got to do better than this, this is, I can do better, I can do better on that push, I think it helped me in many ways and it helped me to strive for things that maybe I wouldn't have, so I think that push did help me a lot so yeah, yeah that's what i would say keep pushing always try to do your always try to do your best but if you're if you can't do your best that's fine whatever you bring on the day is always good enough so yeah, yeah exactly all right so i think that was a lovely celebration of international day of the girl if i do say so myself yeah. <clears throat> i feel like i got to know you a little bit better you know what you took the words out of my mouth before we go can i just say go that on. i got two a stars seven a's and two b's <laughs> you know what oh, I'm, happy, I'm glad you said it because you needed it you needed it you guys know that. I actually feel like upset because my school only let me do three eight because I got yeah I did eight as well. I do got you know eight. What? It wasn't necessary for mine and Shan's school. It's like it wasn't necessary for us no, to do all that. People in my school actually cried over not getting all A stars. It was not no. necessary. It really was not necessary. Like you see what I mean. I was never going to be the girl crying over grades. No. You're mad. You're mad. Yeah. I, at the time, I was like, oh, two Bs, two. Bs. So what? So what? Like literally, yeah, it's so just what? that lack of perspective. Yeah, but, um, exactly. Yeah, I think it's been lovely celebration. Like Shan says, I feel like I know you guys a little bit more. And I think sometimes it's nice just to look back and think about where we've come from and why we are the way that we are. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just understanding like where we've come from. So, um, yeah, I hope everyone has had an amazing International Day of the Girl. Um, I still don't fully understand, like not trying to drag it, what it's meant meant to do i know they started in 2012 this is our first my first year actually acknowledging yeah. it and participating i never heard of it before not gonna lie yeah and um it's meant to be about equality and effectively unteaching girls like oh. negative stereotypes and things like that the idea is that we get taught so many bad stuff that yeah. we have one day like one day is enough but anyway one day that focuses on like correcting the negative narratives that we've had so it's just I mean, nice it's to have this conversation yeah. yeah it's there's 365 days in a year babes but um it's been really it's been really good just to to talk to you guys about that so yeah i feel really happy i don't yeah, have anything to add it was a good one. um yeah. I just want to say again, um, please interact with us. We, we love getting your emails. We've got a lovely email today, actually. I'm not going to big up the person because, you know, confidentiality, data protection, but thank you for your email and your suggestion for an episode. So definitely shout you out. But if you have any ideas about things you want to talk about, if you just want to rant, if you need some help with anything, we'll see what we can do. Um, please email us at blackwomenworkingemails uk at gmail.com please be correct i beg of oh. 
can, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a shout out. <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, I think it's really appropriate for Ooh, any of us, any of our listeners who are part of their ACSs, who are listening yeah. from their me and interesting. Bring us in. The black women yeah. working. We're ready to come see you, basically. Yeah, we want to see you. We want to talk to you. So I can tell right. you, like, not to get involved in ACS drama and date one person <laughs> at your uni at one time. Well, we can do the <laughs> and on that note. Oh <laughs> Remember to tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, the hashtag BWW Podcast UK on Insta, on Twitter, BWW Podcast UK. Find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, anywhere they're doing podcasts, that's where we will be. Um, and remember to like and subscribe, follow us on LinkedIn as well. Anything anyone else want to big up? Yes, I did actually. I want to big Ooh. up um, Apple Podcasts because they put us yeah. on what list was it yeah. again? News, with news, with note worthy, honey. Yeah, I'm note worthy. Yes, because we um, love. Hold on, no, no, no. Yeah, to I have gosh, to. Gosh, we're it shambles, up. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we're not shambles. We're not we're shambles. We're trending on proud to be. Yes. We're trending on new and noteworthy, and we're trending on shows we love. Come on, and I love it. Come through for us. Not that yes. we're promoting. Always come we're through. Just, we no, just believe in we're growing. We're growing, yeah. and that's what we're. And celebrating. I'm here for it. Exactly. And I just want to thank everyone for listening. Yes, you guys to did the that episodes because you guys did that for us, right? Mm. That's not. We can post all day, but if nobody listens, what is the point? So I just want to thank you for that. Thank you. Um, it was nice yeah. for Apple to just message us and be like, by the way. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. So um, yeah, we appreciate you. Spotify, yeah. we see you. Spotify, <laughs> you know, I'm looking out of my like left eye squinted at you. Out the window. Okay. Like in it. How you doing? Watching you, watching you and your behaviour, but no, seriously. Um, but yeah, everyone have, I hope you have an amazing International Day of the Girl. I hope you have an amazing week. Um, please tune in to our episodes. We are on season five and it's hot and it's good and it's nice. So make sure you support. Hot, good and nice. What am I describing? I oh my God. Let me come off. Fun. Let me just come off the podcast. Yeah, I'm getting overexcited. And um, until next time, guys, we'll see you later. Yeah? Adios. Bye. 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 Bye.